Broadcasting live from the great Stamford, Connecticut, it is the Animal Farm Radio Show. The two hours of the greatest talk radio in the world, Ben. Wouldn't you agree? Ever. <laughs> I'm doing the intro tonight. Tony Pags with you. Yes. And I'm sitting next to my overworked, underpaid co-host, Ben Miller. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Thank you, Ben. And Palyeth, of course, on the soundboard. Hello. We also have Charles Reiner in the studio tonight on the Animal Farm. Update on the Gaza conflict. And we did get some good feedback from folks listening last night's uh, to last night's show. So thank you for that. We'll also cover Obama's meeting with the undesirable uh, conservative people, which is supposed to not actually have surfaced. But that's great. That's why, we, you know, this is the Animal Farm. Some great health news, which I've been really meaning to get to since, I don't know, last week. A brand new Law or Lie, Season 2, Episode 2. And the uh, plot, of course, thickens. Of course, your phone calls. And uh, as always, that classic Animal Farm analysis straight ahead. You are on the farm. The Animal Farm Radio Show. The law is that guy that wears that badge and a gun. That's the one that puts you in jail. That's the law. <laughs> So do you men lack confidence? Need some help in that intimate area? Well, now we have the answer for you. The Animal Farm Radio Show. All right, folks, welcome. It is the Wednesday edition Officially now, uh, Wednesday is called Hump Day, Ben, for hump the obvious reason. It is Hump Day. Why is it Hump Day? Oh, my God. Because we're going over the midweek uh, hump? I, I, I wish it was Hump Day for a different reason, but that's just not the, not the case. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of course, tonight I'm very excited for Lorelei. Hopefully one of us can get uh, the correct answer. Otherwise, we really just look like fools. Charles is already uh, shaking his head, uh, signaling no. He is going to dupe us gonna again. It's going to be tough. It's ama- you know what we got to start doing? There's only four choices, and there's three of us. we got to just play this, the, the odds on this, guys. Against Charlie, yeah. Each of yeah, we conspire against Charles, and uh, let's just pick different answers. Let's pick <laughs> We have a 75% chance of winning, which we probably still would, would fail anyway. Uh, that's going to come up, uh, I don't know, maybe after the uh, second segment, third segment. I don't know. We'll just... I'm convinced that they're they're all true, and then Charlie <laughs> just picks the one that he feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, folks. Hopefully the phones, I think, are fixed, uh, if I have anything to say about it. 512-879-3805. We'll be taking your phone calls after the first segment. Uh, folks, don't call in during the last segment. That's kind of the Animal Farm power segment. Yeah, why did they do that? Oh, my God. I think because they figure, oh, all right, finally, they finally work up the courage to call after two hours. But... I think they, they, it takes them a good hour and a half, 45 minutes to feel bad for us, and then they decide <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to prob- call in. Probably. <laughs> no question about it. Of course, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website, and DeadlineLive.info is the chat area. You can just go there, click on chat. Of course, you can instant message us as well at Animal Farm Show on AIM, and you can just email us directly at info at AnimalFarmShow.com. We do get some great feedback each and every night from folks, uh, Ben, and, and there's right. always new people listening, and we really appreciate it. Uh, thank, thank you for you. joining us. And uh, without further ado, I want to get right into the crazy, the sickly, the unbelievable, and the dirty. Pyeth will give me a drum roll, and then I will proceed if uh, it's possible. 
Uh, I hope you hope you haven't eaten any dinner. The Baraklin Cyclones now to honor Obama with the bobblehead doll. Yep, that's true. You know the baseball team, Ben, in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn no. Cyclones? Oh, man. Yes, now they're the Baraklin Cyclone, Cyclones. No. Change you can believe in. A minor league team is swapping its name in tribute to Barack Obama. The Brooklyn Cyclones will change their name to the Baraklin Cyclones for June 23rd, <laughs> and they will give away a Barack Obama bobblehead to the first 2,500 fans in honor of the new president. That's it? I, I mean, don't like change. Yeah, well, it is a, it is a minor league game. Let's let's be honest. So 2,500 is actually a lot. Special red, white, and blue jerseys will be worn by players and auctioned during the game with proceeds going to the Jackie Robinson Foundation, which is very nice. Obama! A team, a class affiliate of the New York Mets, will have an economic stimulus package from January 20th, Inauguration Day, until January 23rd, selling tickets at $5 and $10, matching the, level, uh, the levels of its inaugural season in 2001. And regular prices are $8.00. Uh, anywhere from eight dollars to fifteen dollars. So Ben, will you be attending the Barakalan Cyclones opening day? That's a negative. <laughs> I have an update here. We covered the Nazi named child. They named him Adolf Hitler. Oh, this is funny, man. This is hysterical. Uh, yeah. Make them pay for what they've done. And sure enough, Teresa <laughs> emailed me. She's like, "I'm sure you saw this," and I had not seen this. Ben, this went right over my head, through my hair somewhere. Anyway, Nazi named children. Uh, they're, they, this, this is even serious now. This is it, it's an update to something that we did as part of our funny introduction stuff. But this is kind of serious. I don't know. Nazi named children uh, were taken from the parents. An agency removed three-year-old named Adolf Hitler, two sisters uh, from their New Jersey home. Uh, of course, out of New Jersey, three New Jersey siblings whose names have Nazi connotations. Have been placed in the custody of the state, police said that Wednesday. That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Holland Township Police Sergeant John Harris said workers from the State Division of Youth and Family Services removed three-year-old Adolf Hitler Campbell and his younger sisters Joyce Lynn Iron National Campbell. My God, Nation Campbell. What are these names? And Hanselin Arian. Hitler. Yes, I'm sorry, Arian. Thank you. Joyce Lynn Arian. Yeah. Yes, right. And Hanselin Hitler Genie Campbell. <laughs> Why? Wow. God, as if three names isn't you know already too long. Now they got four names. These kids from their home Tuesday, so they were removed. Harris said family services did not tell the police any reason the children were being removed. Agency spokeswoman Kate Burnick said it does not comment on specific cases, so they were removed. Yeah. Um, the children Why? and their parents, Health and Deborah Campbell, received attention last month when a supermarket bakery refused to put Adolf Hitler Campbell's name on the birthday cake, mm. and that's where we left off. Yeah, D- DYFS has their reasons, and they normally don't uh, release any information, so we kind of have to go on faith with them, Harris said. Police were told uh, what the agency was. Are you blowing up over here, Ben? I am oh, speaking up. of the phones, after you uh, hang up on that call and after you're done reading, call the network. I want to see if the phones work Okay. while we're in the intro segment. Sure, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, but they, they said that DYSF has their reasons. They normally don't release any information, so we kind of have to go on faith with them, Harris says. Oh, they have yeah. to go on faith should, with them. Yeah, we should go on so faith. So I guess they have right. to act like Hitler in order to, to you know get rid of the young Adolf Hitler. I'm wondering. I'm, I'm just, I mean, you know, I think it's ridiculous that they name their kids after... You know, Hitler and the like, but uh, I don't think that's reason to remove them from their houses. Anyway, we'll get uh, on that, hopefully have a some kind of update on that uh, as soon as possible. And finally, for me, Texas killing spree suspect is declared unfit for trial, Ben. This is just more amazing American BS. I told you not to be stupid, you moron. Are you calling in right now, Ben? Is that you doing? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll hold off on the article. Let's see if we can get Ben Miller on the line here live on the Animal Farm. If we can't do that, then I think it's it's time to take up another profession. I'm going to refresh the page. This is our, our trusted Hello? phone system. Are you calling? Oh yeah, you have to wait for the little. There's like a new message Hello? now, folks. When you call in the Animal Farm, once again, five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. No, I can hear you. You can. You should be able to hear and me. I can I'm hear in, me uh, too. I'm a genius of audio. And uh, okay, okay. Oh I'm, hey mom, I'm on. Oh hey I'm mom, on radio. I'm on. Okay, I'm on radio. No, you can't talk into your mic now, Bennett. You can't talk into your mic now, Bennett. See, so, so you can hear. All right, the phones work. Stupid son of a bitch. All right, they work. I don't want to kill you with the audio. Okay, so I got the phones working. Proof is in the pudding. Anyway, so out of Austin here, a man accused in the deaths of six people in a cross-country killing spree is being sent to a maximum security psychiatric hospital after being found mentally incompetent to stand trial. How is that possible? Even if someone, Incorrect. even if someone soils their pants in the courtroom, how could anybody be found mentally incompetent to stand trial in this country? Judge Brenda Kennedy, and I want to get your take on this charge. You are a lawyer, or at least you proclaim yourself to be. Judge Brenda Kennedy <laughs> signed a, a motion last month ruling that the suspect, Paul DeVoe, was mentally incompetent after hearing testimony from two doctors. DeVoe was arrested on August 27th of 07 in his native Long Island, New York uh, residency, his home, after a shooting spree in which five people in Texas, uh, oh, so yeah, after people in Texas and one in Pennsylvania were killed. I'm getting confused on oh, states here. Ready. You know, my, my, my brain is skipping here. Travis County Assistant Direct District Attorney Dana Blazy said DeVoe is unable to communicate with his defense attorneys, the Austin American Statesman reported in its online edition Monday. Bullshit. She said doctors anticipate his recovery, after which he is expected to stand trial. So right now, he's not able because he's mentally not able, I guess. But there you go. There's the crazy, the unbelievable, and the conspiratorial on my end, Ben. And uh, you, you also have an article in front of you. What do you have? I do. Yeah, what this have is, you? This is funny. Woman committed after trying out for cheerleading squad under daughter's name. Oh, God. No way. <laughs> A Wisconsin woman who enrolled in high school under her daughter's name and tried out for the cheerleading squad has been committed to a mental health facility for three years. Wendy Brown was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or a defect to a charge of identity theft. The 34-year-old woman apologized Tuesday in court. I guess she thought uh, she was good enough, she was good looking enough to be a high school cheerleader and they said, you are mentally insane, you must uh, go into a padded room. She's mentally incompetent to be a mother, I think. I guess so, but uh, yeah, I, I did see pictures of this woman and she's definitely not good looking enough to be a high school cheerleader. Uh, <laughs> Better post that one on a delicious feed there, Ben. This one's, this one's good, too, here, man. Uh, and, and this is another one. Where the hell was this when we were in high school? Washington court teachers can have sex with 18-year-olds. I, I heard about okay. this, and, and I'm very I'm remorseful about all these things that we talk about now. Yeah, some pretty good-looking teachers in uh, in my high school. And, tell me about it. You know, this, this, this freaking law had to come out how many years too late? Uh, too many years too late. Yeah. Uh, but this is out of Seattle. <laughs> Washington State. State law does not bar teachers from having sex with 18-year-old students. Going to hit up that teacher. <laughs> Going to hit up that woman. <laughs> teach, me, teach me a lesson. Did we just lose internet connection in this godforsaken studio? Yes, we did. Oh, uh, that's the decision of a three-year Oh my God. Hi, it's wonderful. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's the court made the decision, and uh, I guess teachers can have sex with eighteen-year-old students now. Ooh, I mean, you know, n- now they're they're saying that, and then and then you can't you can't seem to get away from this whole uh, this whole thing with the texting of of nude pictures. You know, now kids are not allowed to send naked pictures of yeah. themselves uh, in this free country. Which you know, again, where was the you know we didn't have cell phones, so I I barely had the beeper 
I was lucky to have a beeper. You know, if I beep you, you better call me. Those stupid effing beepers. Thank yeah. God they're gone. But sure enough, uh, we never had that. Yeah, those things were stupid. I mean, our kids not allowed to send texts and messages and pictures of themselves to one another as long as it's not an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old. Anyway, uh, anyway, so we, we talked last night. It was a pretty intense show last night. Obviously, this Gaza conflict is a really huge topic, and, and I'm ashamed that people, uh, people aren't talking about it more. I think the mainstream media just kind of calls it off as everything's pro-Israel, and a lot of the alternative sites, I think, do the exact opposite, but I yeah. think a lot of them don't see it uh, both sides, and I think that's also a, a mistake. We talked about it last night, and I did get called out. Uh, someone emailed us named Sarah, and I'm really glad she did this, and anybody out there, once again, folks. Yeah, I wanted to address this, too. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is exactly what we love on the animal farm, and I was getting all crazy and, and hot up. My overall point is, bottom line is, I don't appreciate America's ties to this particular war or to Israel in this you know, regard. <clears throat> but what really got me angry was that uh, some people were being very naive and hypocritical about, you know, being one-sided. That Israel should you know, have the right to do whatever they want, and you know, and of course uh, Hamas mm-hmm. should not. Yeah. And I think uh, after we covered the white phosphorus story, it was obvious that both sides, at least if nothing else, are guilty of terrorism and of some degree. Uh, and that's the problem yeah, with the word then, terrorism is that the, it's two uh, ways. You know? Yeah. And then the other uh, image that we nice. got, you know, with the uh, Palestinian person, you know, using a baby carriage as a as uh, as cover um, to fire at the Israeli person who's protecting a, a baby carriage. Just another Which, example of, of yeah. one-sidedness. Yeah, and I'm glad people did. Yeah. I'm glad she sent that to us. Any information, folks, at all is more than welcome. And I do want to read this uh, while I press my cough button. Sorry, clearing my throat here, and we don't really have a real cough button. It's kind of control. A, it's control. <laughs> makeshift. Control. Uh, anyway, so Sarah emailed <laughs> us. It's already uh, out of control tonight. She says, "Hey, please recognize that not all Jews are pro-Israel. Most of the Jews I know are peace-loving." Charles, thank you for raising your hand. Uh, once again, we, we think you're Jewish. We don't know. Self-proclaimed Jew here. Uh, most of the Jews I know are peace-loving, and at this point, feel that both sides. What did he say? What did he say? He said, "Hold on, let me show you something." <laughs> I went to pull down his pants. <laughs> Charles, you don't want, you don't want to do that because that just might embarrass you at this point. I've heard things. I hear things about Jewish men. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Let me get back to. The, I want I want to try that because I was trying to be serious. And I know Sarah, if you're listening, I apologize for this inappropriate behavior. This is unacceptable on the animal Sorry. farm. Yeah, really. Hey, please recognize. This is Sarah. She emailed us, and I, I agree 100% with what she's saying, and I want to give her the time. She says, please recognize that not all Jews are pro-Israel. Most of the Jews I know are peace-loving, and at this point feel that both sides of the Middle East conflict are wrong, and that violence in the name of religion is also wrong, period. She says, great show, guys, and I'm glad you're on the air. Sarah, first of all, thanks for sending it to us, and second of all, I apologize for not mentioning that, because that is the absolute truth of the matter. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and, I, times, and I failed to mention it, Ben, and it's my fault. No, 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 it's, it's my fault as well, and a lot of times, you it know, is your fault. you're on the air here, and you're trying to make a point, and sometimes you're a little, you stumble over your words a little bit, and you forget. <laughs> <laughs> to you forget to make the, the you you forget to to uh, lay down the the, uh, the law the facts that you know that what she's saying is very true you know you forget things like that the little details and that so if we yeah, did we, forget that uh, we apologize I apologize personally and uh, yes your your email is absolutely correct and we understand that I'm gonna pass the blame onto you for this Ben just because but uh, no no question when you when you do get angry I'm just kidding Ben just don't be mad I'm just, Jeez, just joking man. you know I'm I know in a bad you, mood as it is no and, uh, I, Ben you know I love you to death I'm just having fun with you no it is my fault absolutely my fault but no it, it was that case where I was so kind of focused on one issue that yeah the bottom line is that a 
lot of Jewish people are against this. And you know what? It's right, you know, rightly so, because uh, how many people, raise your hand if you really do love the destruction and death of children, men and women, uh, no! you know, via phosphorus grenades and uh, depleted uranium. It's a pretty horrible thing. And I so, want a lot to complain. I'm glad. Either way, Sarah, thanks for the email. And everybody else emailing us, thank you. And I wanted to talk about that. When we get back, I want to give you a quick update now how uh, Israel is defending their use of phosphorus. And, of course, now we apparently have broken off the weapons uh, distribution to Israel uh, because of this conflict. So stay tuned. We'll get on that and so much more on the other side. You and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. 
Underground Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, 512-879-3805. That's 512-879-3805. Don't wait till the last segment to call us. Call us now so we can uh, spend lots of time with you. Absolutely right, Ben. And um, uh, Do you want to just really quick, do you want to pick up on this Israel thing, this Gaza conflict thing? Sure. I it... have an article right here. And yeah, read I'll, that article. I, I want you to be on my team. Thank you, George. <laughs> it's, the article <laughs> title is here. I'll read the article title, then I will comment on it. Gaza, residents waving white flags shot dead as they flee their homes. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, and, you know, this is out of the Belfast Telegraph. And, again, we don't want to be one-sided here. But just reporting on the news. At the same time, anybody that's waving a white flag, and if you pull the trigger, you are a piece of crap. Well, that's, that's just, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Bad, uh, bad protocol, I think, there, Ben, right? Yeah, very bad protocol. Um, and it kind of reminded me of, of this movie that I saw um, where, I guess, a, a couple of journalists wanted to make this documentary about the Israel, Israel-Palestine conflict and, you know, the, the, the nature of it and the history behind it. And uh, at the end of this movie, they wanted to make two movies, essentially. They wanted to make one one movie about Israel's side of things mm-hmm. and the other movie about Palestine's side of things. They started on Palestine's side of things, and towards the end of the movie, the uh, the reporter and the person that was making the movie that was interviewing all these people um, was going went into a, like a really hot zone, I guess. Mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, what he did was he raised a white flag to hot, let them know hot, that hot. that you know he was um, you know, a peaceful and he was a journalist, right. and, this, and he got shot. He got shot, and he wasn't able to. Make Make the uh, the other movie hard to know who to trust, right? These days, especially it's, if you're in this war, it is. But it's just it, it makes me mad when you see stuff like that, and it's like, what the hell? Who? What troop uh, out there would just would would pull the trigger on somebody wearing a white flag? And and you know, same as same as the accusations that are happening on the other side. What scumbag would hide behind women and children? Right. Um. You know, in order to protect himself. So. Yeah. I mean, and the bottom line, as far as you know, any war is concerned, the the really sad part of any war is when the civil when innocent civilians just yeah. you know they get. Uh, either they die from an explosion, or like we were talking about yesterday Collateral with this damage, yeah. with this phosphorus white phosphorus thing, where you know what uh, it, it you know it burns through your skin until it hits the bone. I mean, this is horrific fire, to even fire, think about fire, it. Fire, and we fire. talked about you know the depleted uranium thing as well. And you know that to yeah. me is the real tragedy. You want to fight a war? Get on a battlefield and fight the war. Do it old school. You know, don't take don't take women and children uh, you know into the war. And th- you know th- why do don't that? Use chemical weapons. Don't use it's unacceptable. I don't gonna... care what the, the the laws have to be changed, but you know either way, uh, Israel did uh, defend their munitions use amid the white phosphorus accusations. You know, again, it's still accusations. They love we... to kill you and your family. <laughs> they, we have video, we have pictures, we have doctors' reports, we have humongous uh, you know amounts of uh, so many pieces of evidence that prove that they're using it. Israeli army on Monday did, uh, however, did insist all weapons being used in its Gaza war were within the bounds of international law amid accusations it was using white phosphorus and other deadly munitions. Now, medics in Gaza say they have treated more than 50 people suffering burns caused by the controversial white phosphorus shells, a claim backed by a report of the New York-based Human Rights Watch, which, of course, we covered last night. And two Norwegian doctors recently returned from working in the Gaza Strip, accused Israel of using uh, the territory as a testing ground for the new, extremely nasty type of explosive. So this goes all the way on about uh, other apparent uh, allegations. Israel's... Oh! 
you know, ramping up for other types of uh, munitions and threats, if you will, from the Israel side. I'm not going to go into that, yeah. uh, but I, I just want to report that's an update. And of course, the other, you know, I guess you can call it good news is the uh, U.S. arms shipment to Israel apparently was canceled due to the Gaza conflict. That's and, very and, you good. Know, and that's to me, that's the thing that really gets me angry enough. I mean, look, if these two pe- these two entities want to fight, it, it breaks my heart that civilians and, and children have to die from it. But I, I don't want United States to be responsible for this because we were already in enough trouble as it is with the wars that we're in and the countries we're occupying. But the U.S. military plan to ship munitions from a Greek port to the to a U.S. stockpile in Israel has been canceled due to the conflict in the Gaza Strip, as my article for refreshes on its own. Thank you. The Pentagon said on Monday, United States Navy Military Sealift Command issued a tender on December 31st for a ship to deliver 325 standard 20-foot containers of ammunition on two separate journeys from the Greek port of Ast Akos to the Israeli port of Ashad in mid, uh, mid to late January. So I'm sure I'm mispronouncing those names. But apparently, Bandit, it, it has been canceled. And you know what? That makes me somewhat happy. That's uh, good. Keeping in the Ron Paul <clears throat> mentality of, you know what? Be friends with nations. Do not uh, form alliances with them. And certainly do entangling not. Entangling alliances. No entangling alliances. And certainly do not, uh, you know, help them with wars and stuff like this. And there was another part in his book, too. And I don't want to harp on this too much. But he even, uh, and I'm, I'm reading it. So I'm still kind of reading it as we go. I'm about 100 and something pages in. But. The other interesting part, specifically talking about Israel, and I never thought of it this way, you know, but he's talking about, you know, why, why would a nation want to ever get monetary help consistently every year from any other nation? Doesn't that, doesn't that prevent them from being independent? In other words, if you're yeah. getting $2 billion a year from the United States, whether, you know, whether you're Israel or not, doesn't that prevent you from ever getting off your feet and becoming independently wealthy? Absolutely. And it really does make a lot of sense when you think about it from a nation-to-nation standpoint. But either way, folks, it is Ron Paul's book. Uh, we're not making any money off of it. I just I got it as a gift, and I'm reading it because I'm very interested in what he has to say. And it's uh, the, the Revolution of Manifesto. That manifesto. So that's a good book. A I really book. do recommend it to anybody, whether you don't like Ron Paul, whether you do like Ron Paul, definitely uh, check it out. It, and it, it, there's so much to read in there. And I think, you know, after I read it through, I'm going to read it again and again and again because there's so much I'm missing. But anyway, folks, 512-879-3805 is a number. And we do have a caller in the first second segment, which is amazing, from Maryland. Is this Mark? Mark, you're on the air? Hello? This is Mark. Mark, how are you, good friend? How's everything? Hello? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? I'm doing really how well. Ben, how are you doing? I'm I'm crappy. Pyeth? How's it going? Okay, Pyeth, uh, how's it going? Okay, so what's on your mind, Mark? <laughs> so I have a serious question. With all the information out there, I mean, I can sit there at work and just like you guys do and read article after article. How do you know what's disinformation, what's the truth, and what's just somebody out there messing with you like The Onion or one of those websites? Uh, okay. Ben, well, you don't know. I mean, first? you want to, well, first of all, what you want to do is you want to try to, um, confirm, you know, obviously you want to, you want to try to confirm from multiple sources. Um, you know, w- one good example was that website that came out, um, not too long ago, Capitol Hill Blue, I think it was. Okay. Um, and he was putting out, pumping out stories left and right of all this breaking news, all this crazy stuff that was happening. And it was like, holy crap, uh, wow, this guy's getting all these exclusive stories, uh, but I could never, double check any of his work it it all came from anonymous sources and he was never you know quoting his sources i said you know i can't really even when i had my own show before this i said you know i can't really say this stuff on the air because it hasn't been confirmed um usually when you pick up an an msnbc article Mm -hmm. you know that there's uh accountability behind it because it's a huge news source and obviously if they put out a fake news story there's a lot of backlash uh although they they never it's about the things that they don't talk about but there is a lot of backlash and there is a lot of internal 
accountability in those companies. So you could tr- right. usually trust um, major news stories like that, although, you, of course, you do have to double-check. But in, in, in terms of the Capitol Hill blue thing, it came out that a lot of this guy's stuff wasn't true and that uh, a lot of the stuff that he was saying, uh, you know, actually didn't come to fruition. So uh, that was just one case. So, so I guess it's just kind of uh, being being wary of, of the fact that there are a lot of Daniel Glass type of reporters out there that will go out there and make stuff up to, to get ahead. So, yeah, you gotta be, you got to be careful of it. And nobody's perfect. Uh, we've, I mean, I've, I've, I'm sure I've fallen victim of it. I can't remember when, but I'm sure I have. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, I guess that's, well, I does mean, that answer your question, Mark? Yeah, but what about stuff like Project Bluebeam? I've heard Alex Jones talk about it and some other talk show hosts. I think Jeff Renz talks about it. And I've tried doing my own research, and I can't find more than one article, and it's all like GeoCities websites, just old-school stuff, and it makes me wonder how true some of that stuff is. Yeah, Mark, I... Well, you told me that you read 16 books. <laughs> Hang on a second, Alex. I want to <laughs> respond to Mark's question. Relax, Mark, Alex, first, relax. First, first of all, Mark, it's, a, it's an excellent question. It's certainly not the first time it's been asked on our show. Uh, I think your question is certainly more direct than it's ever been. My answer, uh, you know, basically, what I try to do is I try to read as many different news sites as possible. So, you know, just off the top of my head, I, I will go to Fox News, I'll go to CNN, but I'll also go to informationclearinghouse.info. I'll go to Reuters. I'll go to RINF. I'll go to the raw story. And, and, you know, after there's this list, I have about 30 or 40 websites that I try to visit as, you know, as often as possible. And, you know, for example, putting it in context and talking about a specific uh, incident. Let's say we, you know, we harp on this uh, particular incident with Gaza and the white phosphorus. Uh, let's say I read one article that said, oh, Israel's using, uh, you know, uh, shells of white phosphorus. You can't take that, obviously, for complete fact. So what I would do then, and I was, you know, what I did was I went to several websites and I looked into it as much as I possibly could. And after I saw several videos of the victims burned, doctors reporting that it was indeed something having to do with a munition that is uh, an incendiary weapon. You know, long story short, uh, you know, you, you get as much information as possible. And what we also try to do on the farm, just so you know, and like we always try to tell people, we try never to pass anything out as this is absolute fact. I mean, it's yeah. impossible to report on something without, you know, thinking that this we're is assuming. A news, this is a news story. It's a news this, story. It came out of this place, and, you know, that's that's really the, the main thing because you want to you wanna let people know that, you know, you are reading a news story. It is from a place. Uh, yes, there are a lot of internal type of, of um, redundancy there to make sure that stories don't come up that, that aren't a bunch of crap, but uh, yeah. you, you do have to let people know it is an article. Um, but I think Mark was uh, I'm gonna, hi- yeah, harping on something in sp- specifically, so let's talk about yeah, that. No, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to hold you over, Mark. Stay on the line. i got a couple more things for you there. Great question, and uh, we're going to talk about it when we get back. Stay tuned. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
okay. It's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back. A little something from the uh, Clockwork Orange. Hey, uh, Charles is on. We just had a little another another network thing here, but this is I'm talking about the internet thing, so we're fixing that. But anyway, we're getting back to business here. Mark had internet. called in and asked us a really good question about you know how do you know you know the question is how do you know well, when you're reading articles how do you know what's true how do you how do you know what's disinformation and it's a it's an excellent question and the answer ultimately is you don't know and I think the my ultimate response to uh, you know what I try to do to tr- to try to sort out the good from the bad the right from the wrong the true from the false is read as much about one particular issue as possible and let's let's base you know face it i know people don't want to admit it but there are certain things that are facts i mean a video shows certain things of course videos can be manipulated mm-hmm. and i'm not going to sit here and debate uh the accuracy of videos and how do you know this i mean anything could be disinformation of course uh but what i also try to do is based on what i've already read in the past i try to put certain pieces of the puzzle in certain areas to try to come up with a bigger picture am i right maybe not i have no idea and it's it's difficult to prove anything these days especially with so many different opposing views. Right. Um, but Mark, it's a great question. You're back on the air. Animalfarmshow.com's website. Uh, we, we tried to answer it in, the, I guess, the best way possible, Mark. What is your response to our response? 
I think it's a great answer, and I think one day, Tony, I think it might have been the day when you were live by yourself. You said, look, I don't care. If you don't trust me, but go do your own research. And I thought that was the best thing that you could possibly say that to, to my question. Oh, I appreciate that, Mark. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you listened in on that show, and, and thanks for the call, Mark. And, and just to make sure that I'm, I'm trying to keep as humble as possible, did you want to ask him a question? Yeah, I did. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. Mark, you were talking about something specific when you asked that question. What were you talking about? It was Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam. And what is that? Can you uh, break that down? I think that's the name of it. Okay. What was it about? It's um, this is supposedly the, the, an operation by our government to, I, I want to say, create aliens or make us think that there are aliens out there and just to try to bring us together under the whole alien conspiracy. I, I might be wrong on the name. It's Blue something. I think I it's Blue. Is it Blue Book? I think Pi just reminded Is it Blue Book? Yeah, I think it is because I think I heard. Yeah, it, I have my brother and Yale on it. Now you know what, Mark? I, I think I think it is Blue Book, and I, I've listened to Coast to Coast enough. I'm sure I've heard that once, mm-hmm. uh, once or twice. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of times you'll you'll go on there and you'll see, you know, people will say, "Oh, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that." Right. Project Blue Book. Google it, and uh, and then you'll Google it, and nothing shows up. That happens a lot. That's happened to me a lot when I've listened to other talk shows out there, and they'll say, "Google this, Google that," and then I'll Google it, and I can't find a damn thing. Yeah. Um, in that One case, of the things I've used on the Google is. Uh, <laughs> Maps. <laughs> in that case, when you can't find anything, disregard it. It doesn't yeah. exist. Uh, look, look hard. Search, search for it. Really, really attempt to find it. But if you don't find it, then disregard it. There's plenty of other things out there that are uh, screwed up enough. Yeah, no question. And Mark, thanks for the call and thanks for the great question because it is a, it is a wonderful question and I think it needs to be answered from every host. I think every host Thank out you. there yeah. needs you know, to. Kind it's of, crazy. People don't say that enough. You you said it. You said it, man. You love interrupting me, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just joking. Um, yeah, well, blue balls. No, it's Project not. Blue it's balls. not blue balls. <laughs> Good lord, our listeners are so immature, Ben. I can't take it anymore. It's our fault. Did we lose internet again? Oh my goodness. Anyway, but just just to keep myself humble here, Ben, because I'm just as guilty as anybody. Try not to get mad. For... Yeah, don't get mad. Uh, I'm just as guilty as anybody in the world for getting you know very passionate about almost any topic regarding politics or anything I ever talk about. I seem to have a very passionate way of doing things. At least people say that to me. So, Mark, just so you know, just keep myself in check. Uh, I'm just as guilty as the next person for when I do talk about certain subjects. Whatever they may be, uh, what I often do is I'm talking about it so passionately, maybe that it seems like I believe it's complete fact, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, that that's the thing. And the other part of the equation, Ben, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that, and just like you have adopted it very well, uh, and to have taught me a lot about it, is you know, just try to be as calm as possible, and just try to say, you know what, here's the information that I've looked up. Just check it out for yourself. And even if you disagree with me, I don't even care what you think. Just make up your own mind about it. And that's where I think we have to go, and especially when we talk about 9-11, it seems like this whole 9-11 truth movement, in my opinion, the only advice I have for everybody listening and everybody out there in this so-called movement, which I hate the idea that it's a movement, but uh, go back to basics. Okay, back to basics, back to square one. I'm, I'm, I'm just as interested in the next guy as to what really happened. Of course, I want to know, just like anybody else wants to know, but right now, we got to concentrate right now on the fact that there are certain things that we think the government's lying about. We can prove certain things they have lied about. And so what does that mean for you as an American citizen? Why is this happening? And if anybody is guilty of a crime, usually they lie about it or they try to cover something up. Someone is is fibbing, and there's a lot of things that need to be answered, a lot of questions. So um, anyway, that's a fact. Speaking of things that are being covered up, uh, this conservative dinner that Obama has apparently, uh, I guess, been involved with. Ben, have you heard about this? I don't know. Uh, You don't know if you've heard about it. Well, either way, I don't know. Am I allowed to speak? 
here, or am I going to interrupt you? But no. Ben, uh, how many times have I, when I'm talking, yes. you just can't interrupt? I know, but bro, but you, let me finish and then you go. Gets, we take turns. Bro, you'll, you'll go on forever, man. Well, and it's good. It's good because you're a talk show host. You're supposed to do that, bro. But, but just try, try to like wait until I finish a sentence and then cut I'll, in. You I'll know? try, man. I'll okay, try. Okay, do your best. Anyway, Kudlow dishes out on the Obama dinner, and apparently this was supposed to be secret. So uh, I don't want to spill the beans. Of course, I really do. But you had uh, dinner last night with President-elect Barack Obama. What was the tone like? What was he? Was he trying to win over the conservatives? Is that what it was? I mean, there were about ten of you there, right? There were, there were as, uh, as has been leaked. This was an off-the-record dinner, and I'm going to keep it off the record in terms of deep content. But uh, Peggy Noonan was there, Paul Jago of the Wall Street Journal, Bill Crystal, uh, myself, Charles Krauthammer, some others, about nine or ten of us. You know what? I don't think he's trying to win us over, but he's trying to connect with us. He's trying to engage with us to his great credit. This was a very cordial dinner. I want to make that point. He's charming, right? There, he is charming. Yeah. He is terribly smart, bright, well-informed, intelligent. He has a great sense of humor. I'll give you a very quick anecdote at the beginning. When he walked into the living room, you know, we're all waiting for him. Where were you Secret again? service. This is at George Wills, George and Mary uh, uh, Wills' house. Uh, my bride, Judy, worked with Mary Massing in the Reagan Communications Department a long time ago. Anyway, he comes in, and he came up to me. I'd never met him before. I, I think you may have watched Cuddle & Company periodically. Somebody gave him a column that I had written defending his business investment tax cuts. He liked that a lot. I said, you know, sir, since Barney Frank and Nancy Pelosi... John Kerry and Ken Conrad attacked him. I knew I must be on to something good. And he laughed a lot. And then I asked him, I said, you know, you took my best people from our program. Yeah. You took Austin Goldsby. Right. You took Jared Bernstein. Jared. And he laughed and he said, well, you know, they're good men. I said, but, Mr. President, let me ask you. <laughs> Why did you leave us Robert Reich, <laughs> who I adore, I want to yeah. say that. And he just laughed and he said... All right, yeah, just shut up, whatever. I, 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 should have pl I probably shouldn't even play it that long there, Ben. But either way, yes, he did meet in secret with uh, Bill Crystal, one of our Incredible, biggest man. enemies. And probably one day will appear on one of our deck... Lying, one of our, one of our cards. Of <laughs> All right, Ben, so... Because because I because I, because I talk too much on the show, I want to let you go, and I'm going to let you talk now. So, so no, I don't I don't want to I don't I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't I don't have anything to say right I'm now. Coming, up, I'm coming I'm coming home, up, Ben. I'm coming home. No, go ahead, you talk. It's your turn. Shut up for ten seconds. <laughs> Let's exactly. take a phone call. No. Okay. Yeah, we're taking a uh, we're taking a phone call. Three one five area code. You're on the Animal Farm. Speak up. <laughs> I was just listening. Okay, goodness, great. So <laughs> call me. Did you hear the beep on the line or no? I did not hear the beep. I just think it cut, cool. it cut out a second. Then I'll just let them keep beeping. You know, what we can glean from all the lies, if our government will lie to us about anything, that means they could have lied about anything and believe a word they say. Yeah. Plain and simple, you know? Absolutely. Uh, hold, hold There's on. no other way to look at that. No, I, I agree. I want to comment that. We do have a break coming up. I'm, I do apologize. So, uh, folks, Animal Farm Show, when we get back, I do want to talk a little bit more about the YouTube clip that we've put up on the Ace Baker non-tragedy suicide. So we'll get to that. Thanks for the call. Yeah. We shall return. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein. 
300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just two bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We got Laura Lai coming up next segment after the one hour break with Charles Ratner, our legal correspondent, who's in studio with us, chilling here, uh, laughing at us while Tony and I are feuding. Um, it's great. I love the Animal Farm. It's my favorite thing in the world, and I'm so glad that uh, Laura Lai is back. And just before we continue, Ben. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. We got 20 episodes yeah. at least of this. And uh, yes, we did post the Animal Farm tribute, if you will, Ben, to Ace Baker. I finally yes. got it done. I don't know why the quality Close is so poor. Close the casket on that thing. Oh my huh? God. Seriously, it is over. And Ben, you're, uh, you know, we. I, I don't accept. Yeah. The legitimacy of government. <laughs> I, I, we, the, uh, we understand, Ace. Ace, we know. The one who doesn't belong. I know, Ace. And I'll just, just stop. <laughs> just stop, Ace. No, yeah. I'm not Thank you. So, God, yeah, shut so, that guy yeah, up. So, the, so the day after, you know, we, we did all of our, the YouTube video has all of our coverage and it has your wonderful little uh, tribute to Ace Baker's super douche, <laughs> which is really, every time I just, I just, I sit there laugh like an idiot. Uh, I'm, you know, sitting in my chair. So wonderful folks, youtube.com uh, slash the Animal Farm Show, I believe is the link. But either way, it's on our website, animalfarmshow.com and check out the Ace Baker tribute and it shall make you laugh. Yes. I hope. Go ahead. Indeed. Ben. This is uh, out of the uh, <laughs> mail online. Bush declares a state of emergency in Washington as cost of Obama's swearing-in ceremony, soars to 110 million pounds, uh, which probably equals... What, what's, what's a pound out, Charlie? Is it double, or is it... It's one point five. Yeah, it's one point five. Okay, so it's uh, let's see, let's do some quick math here. No, no, let's I, not could never, I could never. I could never. Hundred sixty-five million dollars. I have. Let right? me get the calculator up, and I could. I could probably get a calculator up. Yeah, I got something here. Barack Obama's inauguration is set to cost more than 100 million pounds, making it the most expensive swearing-in ceremony in U.S. history. The president-elect will take less than a minute to recite the oath of office in front of an estimated 2 million people in the U.S. Capitol next week. Uh, but by the time the final dance has been held at one of, one of the many inaugural balls, the cost for the day will be a staggering 110 million pounds. The cost was revealed as Mr. Obama scrambled to answer questions about the nomination of Treasury Secretary Pick. Timothy Geithner, who, as we know, um, got in a little bit of trouble there. He didn't pay taxes. Yeah, correctly the, the or something new like Treasury that. Secretary. Yes, he didn't pay taxes <laughs> yes. for what seven months or whatever it was. So let's there. put him in charge of the money. Huh? That's a good idea. Yeah, great. It's just, and I love how the Democrats covered. Well, it's a sloppy thing. It's just a very sloppy. And, and I know Hannity beat it to death today, so that's why I kind of I didn't want to harp on it because it's like you know his his whole motive is look at the evil liberals they're taking over America. You should really be a conservative. Where obviously that's not the right solution. But yeah, yeah I mean, come on. I mean. Yeah, can you just hire someone that doesn't have something illegal in their past? But Have I, you by any chance lost your kitty? I did not lose my kitty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's that's unfortunate news. But, yes, I, I'm sure it won't affect his eligibility for Treasury Secretary Ben. I don't think yeah. done it. It's not going to be a big deal. Uh, have one. That's right. No that's citizenship. Why. <laughs> there is an update to the citizenship. The recent, uh, the recent, uh, I guess, allegation or the recent attempt to get the eligibility, uh, you know, proven or somehow was rejected. Justice conferences result in no action on constitutional questions. I want to get Charles's uh, view on this after Laura Lie, but another case challenging Barack Obama's eligibility to be president has been turned back by the U.S. Supreme Court. But the man who brought it, Philip J. Berg, said the issue won't disappear. I am committed to keep our efforts going to continue litigation of the, until the truth of Obama being not qualified for president comes out. Good luck. Uh, the Obama candidacy is the biggest hoax ever put forth to the citizens of the United States in 230 years, Berg said in a statement today, confirming the latest arguments submitted to the high court weren't given a further hearing. So it got rejected again, Ben, but once again, you know, once again I'll tell you, World Net Daily is, you know, they've dedicated their entire website yeah. uh, to they this. dropped some serious dough into that. Yeah, they really have. i that long-legged Mac Daddy tell me where he was born and who he is and where he came from. Mm. I, I'm going to demand the truth. Demand the truth, brother. <laughs> Amen. Preach on. But, you know, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, God, can we just get an answer to this question? 
question. If we can't get an answer to anything in government, can we get an answer to this, Ben, please? <sighs> Just so we can put it to rest and get to more important issues, that'd, please? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, hey, hey were, we, were we in the middle of a phone call? Did we cut our caller off or something? I think we probably did. Yeah, we did. Um, Damn, I'm sorry. Think, you know what? Maybe they're still in the air. We'll check. Uh, yeah, you're still in the air. Uh, 315. Sorry we cut you off. That was a break coming up. What's on your mind, anyway? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sorry about sure. that. Well, you know... That's all right, man. I don't care. Hey, you know, I, I was just getting ready to talk about what you guys were mentioning uh, about the about you know the end of days and how if you watch Fox, listen, if you watch History, Discover, Natch, any of those channels, is Armageddon Central? The I I firmly believe if they put it on Fox, man, the people would believe in alien invasion. I, I mean, it's unreal. You can't even turn on cable without seeing, you know, they got all the Nostradamus and how... First of all, if we know <laughs> Bin Laden didn't do 9-11, how the hell can these guys... Pardon my language. I I, I better watch No, he- hell is acceptable. I, hell is acceptable I here. mean, all these prophecies, you see them on National Geographic and History Channel, they're like, oh, the, the Bible code. Look, Bin Laden, 9-11. It doesn't say... ISI or Pakistan or, or CIA or anything, any of the real culprits, doesn't say cover-up, Cheney, doesn't say any of that in those things. You can't believe any of it. Yeah. Well, if you watch History, Discover, any of those channels right now, if you were, say, shallow or, you know, full of fluoride or whatever, however you might be, you might believe just about anything. And uh, they really push the UFO. I mean, they're... They're pushing something down our gullet, I think. Yeah, well, I think one of the... Sure? I think the answer... Ooh. Whoop, oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I was yeah, going to let you respond there. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I think the answer to that is, you know... I, I, don't, I don't know necessarily if the purpose of that is to keep us distracted. I don't know. But the result of that all that stuff being on TV is when we talk about the things that we talk about, uh, you know, the, the coming collapse of America, the, the economy, and, and things of that nature, they kind of label you as an end-of-the-world person. Oh, you must read Nostradamus. Oh, you must be into the uh, prophecies and the, the destruction, or, or looking into the destruction of the world, revelations, and things of this nature, but you're kind of like, no, I'm really looking at the, the United States economy and seeing that we're, you know, a zillion dollars in debt and that our economy is actually going to collapse. Collapse. Uh, I don't think of it as a biblical type of thing, but they'll, you'll be classified and marginalized into that that one section. Yeah, and the other thing that gets me upset is, you know, what's wrong with looking at things? You know, if someone comes over to you and says, "Oh my God, the government," or you know, the government officials are reptilian. It sounds ridiculous, but is there anything wrong with doing research on any topic? And, and if you say yes, then you know what? Then just turn off the show because uh, even though we don't cover such topics, you know, we we finally have something called the internet, and there's so much information on this one. You know, in this one place. Or back in Internet. the day, you, back in the day, you, you know, you needed a CD-ROM with Encyclopedia Britannica, or way before that, you just had this huge book. Uh, what's great about the internet is that you can look up anything and just look. There's nothing wrong with looking. Yeah. Um. So you know, don't be ashamed. And that's the, that's the unfortunate result of calling people kooks, of calling people crazy people, and tinfoil hat wearers is that you know that we automatically assume that someone's crazy if they put forth a theory that sounds crazy, and that to me is extremely dangerous. And I don't really want any part of it. And once we do get guests on the show i am you know i'm not going to hold back man you know we may have some guests on the show that you might find ridiculous as a, as a listener but you know what that's the animal farm and we want to try to get as much uh diversity as possible uh you know constructive diversity or at least constructive talk on any subject because i don't want to limit i don't want to be labeled as a show that you know refuses to talk to this person or 
has a single mentality on this subject, that's not what we're all about here. We, right, Ben? Right or wrong? No, absolutely we're right. And when you look at stupid dick, <laughs> exactly. when you look at somebody like David Icke out there, yeah, you know he's he's a person, and this is the, the exact type of stuff he feels that uh, many of our world leaders are are shape shifting reptilians. <laughs> he does that, believe that, yes, yes, that are from a different dimension and want to take over the world essentially. Um, but that doesn't mean that the other stuff he talks about is nonsense. Right. He he has so much good information. He has such an insightful way of of pointing out the uh, the falsities the in, in this world um, that to just completely discount him because he feels reptilians are taking over the world um, is just an insult to the amount of intelligence and insight and wisdom that this guy has. Right. And, and, exactly. And there you go. There, there's the point. I mean, the, the, the result of it is, oh, my God, he believes that he must be crazy. Uh, whereas, you know, in the Ace Baker case, he destroyed his credibility yeah. on the air. So that's a different story. Everybody wants to worship somebody. Exactly. They want, they want their person to be absolutely 100 percent correct like david Icke, exactly. and then they want to go worship him as a messiah yeah. it doesn't work that way he's right about a lot of things he may be wrong about some things in my opinion same thing with me i'm right about some things wrong about other things yeah it you, nobody should be worshiped but everybody just wants one person that that is going to be 100 percent right about everything and they could worship this person and just completely stick up for this person because they don't want to have to think for themselves they don't want to have to to form their own opinions and take little pieces from every other person's opinion out there that's why this dude Pat Robertson is so important. You know, we were getting a little bit of beef because we were. Uh, yeah, you, know, you, got, you he, got some. Yeah, we got some feedback. beef because because we were picking on Pat Robertson because he's a uh, because he's a quote unquote easy target. This guy gets over a million viewers a day on his Christian broadcast channel. We should we, we should address this guy no and question. the fact that a lot of his listeners and a lot of his viewers go out there and they and they're like <laughs> and they worship this guy. They'll they'll charm on everything that he says and worship him in a way that. That, you know, they'll go to church and they'll jump around and they'll clap their hands and things of this nature and, and just worship whatever this guy says. He'll go out on television, 2009, make predictions, and then people will, will prepare in their basements for those predictions. After he talks to God, don't forget, Ben. Yeah. No, you know what? He's not an easy target. He is a appropriate target. An easy target is some guy on cable access no. who, you know, who has a really low-budget show and sounds humorously funny, stupid. Uh, no, Pat, you know, Pat Robertson, yeah, it's, it's someone that I think uh, should be uh, talked about, especially, like you said, Ben, his following is ridiculous. And, yeah. uh, you know, why not? If someone's going to say, I went to the hill and I talked to God, you know what? He deserves to be on the animal farm right away, and then we, we shall have him. <laughs> but uh, I want to try to get fit this in before we get up to the hour break, and of course, Law or Lie, we're going to have some fun after this next break coming up. Um, but we have the ex-cop now charged. This is the subway cop who, you know, shot the man in the back, whether it was because he was trying to get his taser out or whatever the case may be. Ex-cop is now charged with murder. So he did resign after it happened, but now he's being charged with murder in California shooting. A uh, former transit officer has been charged with murder in the shooting death of an unarmed black man that set off violent protests, officials said Wednesday. And this is the, uh, this is why I don't like racism. It's a man. I don't like to even call him a black man, but whatever. Johannes, I, how do you have this name? Johannes Mezerly, age 27, was arrested Tuesday in Nevada and on Wednesday appeared briefly in court where he waived extradition to California. He was expected to be returned to California later Wednesday. You can read this article if you want. The point I want to make, Ben, and it's something that even you touched upon, was after this incident happened, there was a mass violent protest. Police cars were being beaten in, you know, windows smashed yeah. in. And this is why we talk about police state news, because every time the police and the uh, people of the country go at it, there's only failure and there's only heartache. So maybe a little bit on that when we get back. And then, of course, Charles Ratner, law or lie, and we're going to make fun of him. He's going to make fun of us, and we're going to do our thing here on the Animal <laughs> Farm. Stay tuned. And I can still hear his laugh, and I can still hear his song. 
There are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio. We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Launch sequence initiated. ID addresses engaged. Audio level check set to zero dB. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. We did sacrifice the radio on air. Sometimes the robot uh, makes an appearance, uh-huh. unwelcomed robot. Sometimes he comes back to the animal farm, and Pyth is always ready with his six-gun. And that was unexpected. I actually... You just kill him off. I had no idea, Ben. I'm sorry about that. The robot did <laughs> sneak into our broadcast, but he was sacrificed for your uh, safety. And just because the animal farm is here for you, you are the listeners. We love all of you. Um, anyway, just just quickly, I guess trying to get off this uh, crazy point here, but the, the thing that I think is is something to learn with this ex cop now charged with the murder in California shooting. Uh, you know, every time we talk about police beatings and police brutality, whether it's racist or not, you know, this police it's emerging police state in the form of uh, officers with the mistakes, the shootings behind the back, and then of course with the uniforms and the black uniforms. Uh, the the result is that people revolt. They unfortunately create more violence, which is certainly not the answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, pe- more people get hurt, more people die. And of course, we're we're furthering the uh, the agenda of police versus Americans, and that's not where we want to be. That's not where we want to go because that's only going to turn out uh, into less freedoms for us and more shootings, more brutalities, and more yep. murder. Mm-hmm. Like in this case, now this this cop is being charged Unless with murder. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. Mm-hmm. It's not. So, uh, you know, what do you think here, Ben? I mean, you talked about how they were revolting after it happened. Yeah. But I think the real lesson to be learned is now, he, you know, something's actually getting done about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just more people against the cops, more cops against the people. And now we are, again, furthering the idea that we are the enemies and they are the enemies to us. Yeah. So well, that's that's how the, uh, the the civil wars get started in a lot of countries, you know. They, the police versus the people. Um, and then the people start wearing flak vests. And then they turn those flak vests into armored armored vests. And, uh, I mean, that's how it goes. But, I mean, I don't necessarily think that that's going to be happening here anytime soon. Who knows? It's possible. Um, But I I, I don't know. I mean... uh uh, we we really don't even have a, a a finish to this because you know this guy we don't know if, if if it was an accident or if it was on purpose and he just executed this person I mean we don't we don't really know yet 
Um, has there been any type of investigation or anything like that? I haven't heard any result as to why. I mean, I know a lot of people have speculated that he tried to grab the other, he tried to grab the taser, and it seemed like that might have been a mistake. I have no idea, regardless. It seemed like he grabbed the taser, and then... He tried to grab the taser, yeah. and, but it was really his gun. Yeah. And of course, I've heard some people on the radio say, oh my god, that's ridiculous, how could you not know the difference? Excuse me, have you ever been a transit cop where Whoops. 40 people are screaming at you and three people are already on the ground? You're not always thinking clearly when you're a cop, as opposed to when you're sitting in a radio station. So, I yeah. don't like people who assume that they know the difference between a taser and a gun, and they're an expert on the field. It's I don't think so. There's a difference between manslaughter and murder, and, yeah. and I definitely think this guy should be charged with manslaughter if, yeah. if he accidentally pulled out a, a gun instead of a taser. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Even if it was an accident, I agree with that. But look, folks, the taser is a gun. It's it's a it's, it has a trigger. It is looks it looks like a pistol. So it may that may have been what happened. I don't know. We're not saying that, but either way, it's happened. And unfortunately, the result is like we we just talked about is that more people are going to hate cops and more racism and you know white versus black, cops versus Americans, and more diversity and more clicks. So, uh, unfortunately, that's, you know, it is what it is. I have a couple more follow-ups to this later on, but I do want to get into some fun because, uh, you know, there's been a lot of tension here in the animal farm. Maybe we should start breaking out the scotch, Ben. But uh, I want to get into a famous game show that we have invented. Now, people have called us out. It is called Law or Lie. It's not Lorelei. Uh, but it's easy to screw that up, and I'm sure they're certainly guilty of it. Time to play Law or Lie. Time to play Ah, we got we got people giving out my phone number on the chat room. There's, there's a party. What the hell, dude? What is up? With there's that? a party at my house, and I'm not even invited to it. You know what's going on in this chat room, folks? Uh, you know, it, it, listen. Everybody's trying to hook me up with little Frida. <laughs> It's not happening, all right? Anyway, Lorelei brought to you by nobody, because we have nobody yet. We're getting there. Um, yeah, if you'd like to uh, sponsor Lorelei, please email Animal Farm. Yeah, stop giving info. out my number. Yeah, info at animalfarmshow.com. Don't call Tony. That's no way to do it. <laughs> yeah, call me up at 8.30 in the morning and see uh, what kind of vulgarity you're going to get on the uh, phone. <laughs> oh, anyway, folks, uh, so glad you can join us once again. It is the Hour Break Lorelei, sponsored by nobody. And here's how the game show works. This is episode two of season two, so we've already done this quite a bit. We're awful at this game, if you've been following, but Charles Ratner is an actual lawyer, and he is going to present four laws to us, one of which is false, three of which are actually true. However, they all sound kind of ridiculous. Now, Ben, I did send you the actual law. I got them in this front way, of This way, I don't know why I haven't been doing that. That's my bust, because like, you should be able to read them just as I'm reading them. Uh, Charles is going to give us the laws, then I'm going to repeat them for us, and then we have to vote in the studio, and after 20 episodes, whoever's got the, more, you know, the most wins is the man of the episode, and we get to brag for however long until we do season three. So anyway, uh, turning it over to Charles. Thank you for joining us, Charles. And uh, let's make sure your microphone works before we get embarrassed. How's everyone doing? Okay. Nice. Is, is that high enough for you or are you comfortable? I know it's a little bit, you know, you try to, I don't know. We'll make you. We'll just make sure. Just, just make sure you speak into the mic there, Charles. And we'll turn it over to you while we read uh, Four Lies in tonight's episode of Law or Lie. All right. All right. All right. So uh, in honor of the departure of President Bush. Yes. All right! Woo! Woo! Get out! We're going to do uh, some recent Bush executive orders. Nice. Okay, order number one grants an immediate 4% pay raise to all federal employees starting in 2009. Order number two terminates any and all lawsuits by U.S. or foreign nationals against Libya for damages re- resulting from acts of sponsored terrorism. Okay. Law number three authorizes the Secret Service to confiscate unworn footwear from anyone within 150 feet of a government oh, official. Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Law number four 
prohibits the catching of striped bass in areas off uh, in the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so once again, folks, four laws. One of them is false. Three oh, of them man. are true, which is amazing. Charles is really good at this game. He's uh, definitely the winner, if there is any. Uh, I'm going to read them again in, you know, a little slower. This way you can uh, just try to distinguish which law is false out of these four, and I'll start with law number one. This is all about recent Bush executive orders. So which one is false? Number one, granting an immediate 4% pay raise for all federal employees in 2009. Number two, terminating any and all lawsuits by U.S. or foreign nationals against Libya for damages resulting from acts of sponsored terrorism. Number three, authorizing the Secret Service to confiscate unworn footwear from anyone within 150 feet of a government official. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> number four. That's crazy. Finally, uh, number four, prohibiting the catching of striped bass in areas of the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Oh my goodness! Um, oh, so we man. have to. We have to. Uh, obviously, we're, we're thinking here now, folks. This is kind of the dead air s- segment sponsored by nobody on the Animal Farm, where we have to guess which one is false. Um, this guy's insane. He's it, out of his even mind. If, yeah, dude. If there's, <laughs> just I can't believe this. If one of these is true, he's insane. And I got my. I'm going with my gut, which is always wrong, but I'm going with it anyway. Wow. Uh, I, I'm going to go. I already have an answer. People in the chat room already have their answer, but I'm not looking at the chat room. I'm going with my gut. I don't care. If I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to be wrong naturally. Without wow. without people, Gosh, you know. Gosh, man, I got, I got to think. I was so pumped about this beforehand. <laughs> How about you, Pyth? How, did your answer, do you have an answer yet? He, I know, it's he's such a bastard with this game. I hate this game. It's crazy. I hate it's crazy. this whole game show. we got to get rid of this game show. Um, okay, I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Alright, so what we do is, on three, we all here on the Animal Farm, we hold up our fingers. Uh, of course, Non, you know, not the middle finger, guys. Let's try to keep that uh, under wraps. But anyway, and that's our answer as to which law we think is false. And then we hear the result, which is usually nothing of none of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with option five in this one. Uh, Pyth, are you ready to give us the finger? One, two, three. Okay, oh. all right. So he, this is what I, we talked about earlier. I'm nice. Pick, I'm picking one. <laughs> I'm picking one. Ben's picking two. And Pyatt is picking three. So it's if good. we don't get this, this game four. show is over. If it is four. <laughs> oh, my God. Please tell oh me it's not four. Drum roll as we look ridiculous without a 75% chance of winning. Go, Charles. And Pyatt takes the lead. Oh! Number number two, three. Oh man, Pyth, you were last of last last time, man. Now you're first. Oh shit. Okay. Geez, man. okay. Woo. All right. Well, at least someone got. Thank God that the odds prevailed. Yeah. I was. I would have given up gambling if if one of us didn't get that. Holy crap. Um, okay. <laughs> great job, Charles. Right. So, yes. Okay. So uh, I'm just sorry. a parting tribute to uh, uh, Muqtadr al Zaidi in, in Iraq, the shoe thrower. Uh, there is no executive order concerning uh, carrying footwear near a government official, but uh, that just means you're free to do that at the inauguration when yeah. Bush is walking off stage. I should have seen nice. that. I should have read through that. I didn't really get that whole part yeah, of it. That's true. Uh, I thought you were hiding it under number one. Ben, unfortunately, you thought number two, and uh, number four, none of us even picked. So I'm going to read number three, which is the false law authorizing the Secret Service to confiscate unworn footwear from anyone within 150 feet of a government official. That is false. The true law is now... Just sit down for this one and don't put anything in your mouth like food. Number one, or anything else. Granting an immediate 4% pay raise for all federal employees in 2009. That is true. 
Again, once again, folks, Bush executive orders terminating, uh, number two, terminating any and all lawsuits by U.S. and foreign nationals, or foreign nationals, I should say, against Libya for damages resulting from acts of sponsored terrorism. Oh, boy. That's a that's a show in and of itself. Number four, also true, <laughs> prohibiting the catching of striped bass in areas of the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Striped, yeah, this is true. I sh- thought that that was true because I could picture this. He's a fisherman. I could picture him going out there and then yeah. one of his buddies saying, hey, you know, uh, this law is in existence. He's probably, hey, that's pretty stupid. I'm going to get rid of that. Yeah, well, he's he obviously cares about the environment so much, George Bush. Thank you, Charles. Oh. Great job, Charles Ratner. Once again, Pyeth now in the lead. He is one for two, which is, once again, good in baseball, 500 batting average. And Ben, we are wow. now 0 for 2, 0 for 2. Uh, but, you know, it's early. Listen, I mean, after seven uh. after seven or eight episodes, I, you know, you start seeing the formation of what goes on here at the Animal Farm. And hopefully you all enjoy that. We do that uh, as we hear vacuuming in the hallway. We do that to, to kind of, you know, change it up a bit, folks, because Ben was mad at me earlier. Now he's not. Well, there's, and, 20, there's 20 of them, right? 20 episodes, and you have to win by two. And what? how much did I get last time? How many out of the 20? You had like, like eight or nine. Oh, no, you had seven. Yeah, seven or eight. Se- you seven. Did, you do. Well, you know, you and I so started really up so well. Mm-hmm. You and I were kicking ass. Yeah, and we Pyanth did. And was in the gutter the whole time, and he ended up in the gutter, which mm-hmm. is fine. But at the end of the day, I think I only had one more than Pyatt. So we, we were just so bad at this game, and... Uh, what a real terrible uh, ball dropping I had, which was the last episode where I needed to get one yeah. and, and you needed to not get one. I should have known. Charles did it with the patent law. But anyway, folks, you can get that in your own time. Podcasts are up there. Animalfarmshow.com. Previous episodes are all up there. It was a little out of your hands, though, because I, I just did whatever you did, right? I mean, we did it at the same time, but... Well, you see, you didn't know what I was going to pick, but yeah. I, I should have known the patent law was false because I know a little bit about patents, and sure enough, that would have kept me within one, and we could still be on season one yeah. of Laurel. Like, who knows? Anyway, uh, great stuff, Charles. Great job, uh, as always. And, and he's yeah, going to finish up. I'm sorry, Pyth. I apologize. We've got a break coming up anyway. But Charles is going to be with us for the rest of the uh, night. Charles, let me ask you a question, getting off law or lie here. Law or lie. Uh, <laughs> just, just do me a favor, man, because you're a lawyer. You know a lot about Obama. What is the deal with the citizenship? Can you please just tell me what's going on with this guy's citizenship? What's the deal? Well, I don't, I, I don't know the, the specifics of his allegations. Uh, I think I recall the first lawsuit was about... Whether his in, in, in the mic, Charles. Birth certificate, yeah, whether his I, birth I certificate was uh, yeah, you could change the mic up. Was uh, showed that he was born outside the United States originally and was changed. I don't know something to that effect. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's really only two qualifications to be president. You have to be uh, natural born citizen in the in in the United States territory. I mean, if you were born in Germany to U.S. parents. It doesn't count. You know? Right. If you're born on an Air Force base belonging to the U.S., then it would. So you have to be born on U.S. soil, and you have to be over 35 years old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to challenge, I mean, you re- really, the only challenge that, uh, obviously, Obama's over 35, I don't think his birth certificate would say anything different. No, but they're challenging his, this, his legal citizen. You know, Whether citizen he was born on U.S. soil. So he was apparently born in Hawaii. Uh, the state of Hawaii produced a Hawaiian birth certificate to the press. Bullshit. Yeah, uh, I mean, apparently he was born in Kenya. We we had, I mean, and, and or, or she, they produced something, but it wasn't a birth certificate, or it didn't have the actual seal on it, or something like that. I think uh, was the complaint because they did post something on the internet uh, addressing it, but then uh, somebody else said, "Well, that's that wasn't that's not official," or so, I don't even know, man. Maybe we should get somebody to call in. Yeah, I mean, the two things that really trouble me here, Charles, is that a, there are people trying to get this information and they're not releasing it. A, B. 
everything we've ever covered, everything I've ever looked into points to one thing, that he was born in Kenya. Even He's the, a Mac Daddy! Even the ambassador who was called live on a radio station out of, like, Chicago or something like that said, yes, his birthplace is already a major tourist attraction, and it's, you know, it's already being celebrated. He admitted it because he doesn't understand that we have this conflict here. So, I mean... It, his grandmother, too, as well. Yeah, his grandmother. That, uh, and I'm like, saying, look... I, 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 I'll be more than happy to question this guy's actions when he's in office. I'll be happy to question him on all kinds of policies, but we need to get the birth certificate. If we can't get that, then we're even more lost as a country than I even thought. Well, as I understood it, the, the state of Hawaii did have the birth certificate, and members of the press did see the original certificate. So, so I don't okay. know what this guy's allegations are based okay. on, whether it, whether it was falsified and he's got proof that he was born somewhere else. And that would okay, be interesting right. to know. But, um, I just want an answer, Charles. So, I'm not accusing you. A document was provided by the Obama administration. Okay. Yeah, a document was provided. I know that. And then I think the other side of it was they, they were saying it wasn't good enough or it wasn't official or it didn't have the official seal or, or something like that. So I, I don't know. You've maybe maybe it'll never be good enough. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm being accused of having a girlfriend, so I'm just Listen, responding. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching this chat room. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what Frida's looking at, but I certainly do not. She was looking at your Facebook. It's, she said, it's, "I'm Anya. single. I'm single on my Facebook." Anyway, that's, that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. It's not even oh, close to important. Oh, she's talking about saving the future okay. of humanity. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that's in my that's in my information. I haven't taken that, but my status is single. So yeah, like, you know, what are you gonna do? These things happen. <laughs> I know Frida wants it. Anyway, Charles, thank you, thank you for your input, shut Charles. And up, you know, shut up, shut up. I'm not, you know, we're not here pushing the agenda of Obama not being a citizen, but it's just like, you know, let's just get the answer. Basically, I just want an answer. Uh, it's not too much to ask these days. But a great song coming up here, very uh, appropriate for the Animal Farm. When we get back, uh, some health news and more craziness here on this wonderful Wednesday episode. Stay tuned. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. 
That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. All right, so yeah, we were talking about some important things before, uh, yeah, before they started hooking up Tony and the and little Frida. I got a little song oh, to play for yeah, you, Tony. Oh yeah, Frida, get her done. Exciting and <laughs> come aboard. Oh, good Lord. We're expecting you. Yeah, that's right. It's well, best for you, little Frida. Call me Charlie. <laughs> Life's sweetest reward. <laughs> Love boat, That's a love boat, yeah. That's great. Well, we have a good time. And folks, if you're listening, you give no, oh, never mind. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm too sexy for Obama! Too sexy for Obama! <laughs> the way I'm dancing. Right. Oh, man. Obama! You know, what do I say to this? I mean, I, if you're listening and you're not in the chat room, which most of you are probably not in the chat room, it's only, I don't know, 17 people deep, uh, Frida and I have a little you know, romance thing, this little girl in the chat room there. It's sexual tension. It's like a, yeah, it's like a sexual, you know, sexual thing. Just never mind. It's not important. Uh, we were talking about something that was somewhat important, the Barack Obama thing. And just, uh, I guess if I can get this clip working, Ben, just uh, it's a really quick thing. It's a commercial commercial that they don't want you to see, apparently. And once again, World Net Daily is leading the charge here uh, with the uh, non-citizenship Obama thingy. So let me just play this out of their defense, and we'll we'll go on. We'll move on here. You know it's not going to play. I know it's not going to play because uh, just kind of the way things work. He's a Mac Daddy. Keep playing Obama things until we get this clip up. uh, Obama pimps white women and black women. (laughs) Internet connection is really good tonight. I got to tell you. Oh boy. Yeah. Alright, so the clip's not coming up. If it does, I will uh, definitely play it for you. Okay. (laughs) 
right, we're coming home, Obama. It is, and you know what? Just play the dawning of Obama because we're, what, four days, five days away, yeah. six days away now. Might as well. Just kind of play it at this point. We're already way, of course. <laughs> clip, I think. We'll see. It's going to pick up, without a doubt. Uh, you know what, Ben? Go to whatever you're going to talk about. I'll try to get this clip going, because it is 60 seconds. God forbid we play a clip on the show. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. If you want to send it to me, I'll, I'll play it over yeah, here, I may too. have to. I may have to. This is out of Raw Story. Report says Justice Department emails show political bias and racism. Bush administration Justice Department appointee Bradley Schultzman swore under oath before the Senate Judiciary Committee in 2007 that he had never used a political litmus test in hiring when he worked at the Civil Rights Division. <laughs> However, a new report from the Justice Department indicates he did just that. As MSNBC's Keith Olbermann explained on Tuesday, the Bush Justice Department is... Surprise, surprise, and not prosecuting Mr. Schultzman for his violation of, yes, civil rights laws or lying to Congress. Uh, but now at least we have Schultzman's own words. In one email, Schultzman wrote, I can assure you that applicant is a good American. <laughs> we made up a four-member vast right-wing conspiracy at my former law firm. Oh, great. Interesting. In another, he says, Big I have... Big deal. In another one, he says, I have an interview at one with some lefty who will never hire but I'm extending a courtesy interview as a favor. And again, he says, we hired another member of the team yesterday, and still another ideological comrade will be starting in one month. This guy sounds like a freaking commie. Uh, <laughs> Schultzman's racism is also on view in one email that describes an applicant with a magna cum laude degree from a top law school as an idiot and a permanent action thing uh, wrote in Ebonics, he says. Oh, really? Jeez. I, I don't actually, I can't read Ebonics, believe it or not there, Ben. And Schultman cheerfully forward uh, to another, <laughs> oh, you have a quote from him, Pyeth. Oh, okay, play the, yeah, play the I quote. I was born without genitals. Ooh. <laughs> That's, uh, not, that was in one of the emails, right? Not good to admit that. And Schultzman carefully yes. forwarded to another employee an email he had received from the chief of the voting rights division saying he liked his coffee, Mary Frances Berry style. Black and bitter. Ooh. <laughs> wow. We're, we're, we're really crossing the boundary never, here. Never wow. ceases to amaze me, the uh, scumbags that the Bush administration hires, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to Charles last Bunch night. Bunch scum dirtbag! I called him up about, you know, a couple of things about the animal farm and, of course, Lorelai tonight. And, you know, I mean, it's just, what is it, five days now until the 20th, six days? And it's, it just, it cannot come soon yeah. enough. And I know we have a lot of things coming up in the future, a lot of challenges ahead, this whole thing. But, I mean, five days, it feels like a month to me, and that's exactly what I told Charles. they were making jokes because everybody's kind of holding their chairs and making sure the world doesn't blow up in the next five days well, I mean, before you this know, guy gets out of here. Yeah, we, we talked about Cheney saying, well, you know, we haven't come up in Laden, but we still have six days. And then and then just, just the uh. whole Bush exodus with the conservative talk show hosts, not only just continuing their ridiculous assault on Democrats as the enemy of America, which is absurd, but it's still this real padding of the back and this data boy George and his legacy will live on like the Truman legacy and Ugh. one day, one day we will find a way to appreciate all this torture and, and stuff. But Charles, my internet connection is officially completely not working and I, you know, not to kill the dead air here <laughs> of me talking but I want to talk about this uh, this little thing you brought up today, this law what was it, it was executive order? Not executive. No, there's a Supreme Court decision A court case, today. thank you. 
Tell us about this court case because it's very Animal Farm worthy, I think. Yeah, uh, the Supreme Court came down with a decision. It was Herring versus U.S. Herring that, versus U.S. Just like uh, Red Herring. Like Red gotcha. Herring. And you'll see why it's appropriate in a minute. <laughs> uh, and basically what had happened was this, uh, this police officer saw a man uh, getting into his car and knew who, knew who he was by name and then asked his, uh, you know, someone in the office to research to see if he had any warrants outstanding. And uh, the answer came back, no. And then they s- said, well, what about in uh, other counties around the area? And one came back, yes. Uh, one, uh, there was one uh, failure to appear at a court uh, proceeding in, oh a, my God. in a neighboring county. So the uh, police, you know, that was what the police department in that county told the inquiring officer. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So they, the, the, he ran off and stopped him and, and uh, you know... Um, Arrested him, uh, believing that the warrant, the such warrant existed. But in the meantime, the the county called back and said, "Oh no, we made a mistake. Uh, he, you know, the warrant was revoked." He, but so the, uh, the warrant was revoked. Whoops. Okay, the warrant was revoked. But in the meantime, they pulled this guy out of his car. They searched the car. They found uh, some drugs. I believe it was marijuana and a, and a weapon under the driver's seat. Let's a give gun, him a little a taste of freedom. So uh, the Supreme Court today drugs rules that uh, that even though it was complete police mistake. Uh, that the evidence that the police found after they arrested him on completely unrelated uh, charges uh, was allowed to stand. Still and in play. Re- yep, still in play. This uh, guy's allowed to that go. That is freaking huge, man. That is huge. It's a big, it's a big change, and uh, this is something that uh, Justice Roberts and Alito have been working on with various uh, cases of this type. Oh, it started God. a few years ago with the case of Evans versus Arizona, where a court clerk made a mistake and reported to the police the rep- the police went out and arrested this guy, and so the police in that case, they you know they ruled that the police acted in good faith, and honestly, the police probably in that case had no reason to believe the court was lying to them. But here, this mm-hmm. was complete freedom. This was complete police error. Yeah. It was their own clerk and their own database, uh, and the Supreme Court said no. It's just like uh, just like the Arizona case. Uh, we don't see why the police, you know, the police are subject to plenty of oversight. Uh, so uh, we're going to allow. Yeah, uh, so, let me ask you a question, Charles. In the case of an honest mistake, we're going to—an uh, honest mistake, whatever that might be—we're uh, going to allow the police right. uh, the evidence they find. Who's to, to say what's honest? So well, basically, yeah. now if they find if if you are pulled over and they search your vehicle, whether it's by accident or whether it's you know, fair or not, whatever they find is in play, whereas before it was not. Right. Exactly. Usually, right. even if they found something, it's not part of the search. Yeah. yeah and everyone's going to say, "Well, you know, the police can search me. I've got nothing." But you know, the, the fact is, the law or lie kind of illustrates this. If you listen to last season especially, that, you know, every, and, and the statistics are that every American, an American uh, on average, every 23 minutes commits a crime of some sort because just mm-hmm. there's so many laws out there, whether it be jaywalking or you have an open container somewhere or whatever. You always do something, and now the police can, you know, mistakenly detain you right. and then in a subsequent search find something to arrest you with and then throw you in jail for it and that's completely not how the system's supposed to operate yeah. once and again what's the name of the court I'm sorry Charles it's Herring Herring versus US it's H-E-R-R-I-N-G um, very very um, very uh, 
Yeah, another, uh, another, uh, you know, slip down the slide yeah, of well, losing you know, our civil rights. Slowly but surely, and thanks for letting us know, Charles. Slowly but surely, wow. we're seeing this. Of course, it happened with the Clinton administration. It obviously happened in the last eight years. And the more we talk about the fairness doctrine and the more we talk about hate crimes, which I, which is exactly what I want to talk about when we get back, the, uh, the hate crimes to come and how we're going to try to get rid of those by basically destroying free speech in so many regards. Stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Show, half an hour left. We're almost there. I'm coming home. I am not a number. I am a person. We were running against the wind. We were young and strong. We were running against the wind. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through hempusa.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. A 
Underground Radio. All right, folks, uh, Animal Farm Radio Show in the home stretch. Not quite the power segment, but, uh, yeah, Charles Ratner here. I guess you could say, Ben, he's broken a pretty big story, and it's you know it's, it's a court case, but it's certainly not in the mainstream right now, and hopefully it will be. It's of, of, of great significance. Uh, Charles, let me turn your mic up there. Herring versus United States. Disgusting. Um, it is disgusting, damn it, and I'm going through. I have, the, I have the Wikipedia uh, site basically covering it, so you can check that out and you know get the information from there. I also delicious it. Once again, folks, animalfarmshow.com. If you want to participate in the next 15 minutes before the power segment, 512-879-3805. That's the phone number, and of course, we are in the chat room, and everybody's getting real raunchy and, and hot and bothered tonight. It's really great show and we're so glad you joined us and i'm trying to go i'm, I'm at usdoj department justice.com uh, regarding the herring case i'm just trying to you know on the fly it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm trying to uh, get some information but charles do you want to give us just one more quick summary this way people know what the hell's going on just what exactly is the outcome of this case and how do you think it's going to affect the future of uh you know police activity when you get pulled over or anything okay well you know uh about 50 or 60 years ago uh, the, the Supreme Court introduced what was called the exclusionary rule, meaning that if, the, if there's any misconduct by the police and how they obtained evidence, uh, then that evidence couldn't be used in the court of law. In yeah. the court of law against against the uh, defendant. Um, so that w- you know, the, the purpose of that was to prevent, or was to protect the public and uh, prevent police abuse. Uh, you know, so the police couldn't fabricate evidence against somebody, or you know, take shortcuts uh, on, on, on right against uh, unreasonable search and seizure. Um, so the exclusionary rule was pretty solid. And uh, since uh, Roberts and Alito and Scalia have been in office, the conservative part of the, the Supreme Court's been slowly eroding the exclusionary rule, making exceptions here and there based on particular facts and particular cases. And what they've done now is said that when the police say they made a mistake about arresting somebody, then whatever evidence they subsequently find, whether or not it's related to the original charge, can now be used against that person, whereas before it could not have been. Right. Actually, Charles, while I thank you for kind of holding the fort there. I actually did uh, find a Yahoo story written today. Interesting. Uh, regarding this court case. So, uh, I'm oh, this is a very recent case. Yeah, and I'm, gl- this week. I'm glad you, you're on it, and I'm glad we're on it. So right now, courts. Uh, this is out of yahoo.com. Uh, ben, I did delicious this. Uh, hopefully stuff. I gave it the right name, I hope. Cool. A court says evidence is valid despite police error. So this is what we're talking about. Uh, Supreme Court said Wednesday. Yeah, I can't read yeah. it. There's no, there's no words on it. That's okay, Bill. There are no words There on are no it. words. They do it live. The Supreme Court said Wednesday that evidence obtained after illegal searches or arrests based on simple police mistakes may be used to prosecute criminal defendants. Uh, this is a major, major concern, folks. And I don't have to tell you that. The justices split five to four along ID ideological lines to apply new limits to the court's so-called exclusionary rule, thank you, Charles, which generally requires evidence to be suppressed if it results from a violation of a suspect's Fourth Amendment right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Uh, the, you know, I don't want to play the. I don't want to play the the clip. I have the clip with the uh, the Fourth Amendment. I, it's on our YouTube. I, I don't want to play the Michael Hayden clip because it just every time I, I Why not? every time I read the Fourth Amendment, I have to think about that clip of Michael Hayden saying, "No, no, no, it's just unreasonable." Anyway, the conservative majority acknowledged that the arrest of Benny Dean Herring of Alabama based on the mistaken belief that there was a warrant for his arrest, violated his constitutional rights, yet upheld his conviction of federal judge, uh, federal drug excuse me, and gun charges. Coffee County, uh, Alabama sheriff's deputies found amphetamines, it was amphetamines, Charles, and, and herrings, and herrings pockets and an unloaded gun in his truck when they conducted a search following his arrest. It turned out that, he, uh, that the warrant from neighboring Dale County had been recalled five months earlier, but the county sheriff's computers had not been updated. Chief Justice John Roberts, writing for the court, said the evidence may be used when police mistakes are the result of negligence, such as that described here, rather than systemic errors or reckless disregard of constitutional requirements. So my question initially, and I'm, I'm expecting the worst, I'm hoping for the best, not as naive as that sounds, I'm wondering if it's, you know, is it just in the case of a county not knowing that, that, that a warrant was recalled. In other words, let's say, for example, a county has a warrant for an arrest. Even if it's outdated, is this only going to fly if it's a warrant? Or is this just going to be anything? Like if they stop you, oh, I see something there, or... You know, uh, obviously, a case like this is going to be cited by attorneys for anything. You know, yeah. if anything related, you know, this is like the first step out of an argument. Obviously, you di- fact patterns are going to differ in ca- from case to case, but you're going to try to analogize... This situation, the police will try to analogize whatever situation happens in the future to mm-hmm. this and right. say, well, you know, it was okay for the mistake in that case. It should be okay for well, the mistake in this case. Folks, this is how tyranny starts. This is exactly how it starts. They uh, just did make one mistake in one case like this, and now and now everybody's going to be getting it, man. I cannot believe how disgusting this is. Now, they're going to – they're like you said before, every, every American breaks a law every single day. How how are they going to be done? I mean, they're they're if you because because you can you could be pulled over for any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're going to start pulling people over left and right and just randomly searching him. Yes, I mean it, for for the skinhead cops out there, the psychotic cops that just want to put people in jail, make their quotas, get raises and whatnot. This is going to give them incentive to pull people well, if over. They, if they wanted to to really cause people trouble, or you know if. if if they were even targeting somebody to be pulled over, you know, they could say, oh, I mistakenly thought I smelled marijuana. Well, that's, or, yeah. that's exactly I the thought, problem. I thought I mistakenly smelled alcohol in his breath, and that then gives them the right to search your car. Well, this is the thing, too. If you look at a local precinct, the cop that pulls over the most people and puts the most people in jail gets the most digs, obviously, from everybody in there. So this gives them an incentive to pull over more people, to find more stuff, and to, well, and to jail that, more people. At least it takes away a disincentive. Yeah, yep, you're right. Yeah, that That's one of my big uh, beefs or gripes, if you will, with the whole system, that it's a, it's this kind of bag-and-tag mentality, like, go get out there and get those terrorists, or go out there and get them civilians. And th- how dangerous... Excuse me? How dangerous is it when a population and a, uh, a group of people trying to protect that population, or is meant to protect that population, how dangerous is it when these two groups clash... We just talked before about now this cop being on trial for murder, and the the general principle of why we talk about police state articles, why do we talk about police brutality, it's not to paint the police in a bad light. It's not even to paint uh, people, Americans, in a good light. It's just the fact that the result of these actions always are more violence, more 
separation between the serve and protect policemen, police women, police people, and of course uh, Americans. And now we're really uh, we're going way out and we're destroying the Fourth Amendment. Basically, in and of itself, we're really now giving you the Michael Hayden definition of the Fourth Amendment, where it's unreasonable searches and seizures, where as opposed to with probable cause. So I mean, we're seeing. I mean, we're seeing what we what we've joked about for four or five, yeah, seven months. It's turning the law into something that's subjective, correctly. Right. Right. Yeah, and it's. it's it's it's, you know, it's taking reasonable. away, you know, the police have the weapons, the police have the power of government on their side, and they have the access to information. Uh, you know, so our civil rights are for our protection, and every time one gets taken away or even nicked, you know, it's a big concern because there's not a lot of protect, you know, a lot protecting you from abuse. There's so many laws in this country that the only thing that really stops anyone from being put in jail is the the police's will, willingness. To prosecute, you know, they're not right. going to prosecute you if, if if they catch you having sex outside of marriage, which is mm-hmm. illegal in some states. It is illegal. In some okay, states. you know, it's a question of enforcement. Of course, people get caught all the time, and they're not getting locked up by the thousands. Yeah. But that's that's just a police decision. It's nothing else. The law is there, and they can do it if they want to. So every time your civil rights are nicked, you know, we move closer and closer to a state of police. Uh, uh, you know, to be in a police state, yeah, uh, to to becoming more tyrannical, and yeah. I don't think that's at all what America's about. I, I mean, I, you know, and obviously we're not being paranoid because we're talking about this thing that just broke. And Charles, I'm so glad we picked tonight for Laurel Lack because we would we probably would have never caught this. Maybe would have caught it tomorrow. Maybe you would have said this tomorrow. But no, I mean we're breaking the story now, which is really I think in, you know important for the animal farm. Yeah. But just the fact that police men, police officials, police officers are going to have that much more leeway, if you will, in these types of cases is dangerous because we've. Seen what they have done with weapons and uh, let's, let's face it folks not all of them are trained correctly so uh, power segment when we get back so much more folks final segment when we return on the animal farm radio show it's over Jenny it's over Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 
$9.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. Five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five is the number to reach us. Wildly inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> this, Wildly this is your joint right here. This is your your, your I song. I love this ben. song, man. I love it. It's Oz good. Tentacles, great. great I gotta, yeah, I got you. Got to send. I'll me definitely some give you stuff. some of the music. Uh, court, legally, legally, legally. Yes. Court says evidence. Yeah. Otherwise, the uh, court might. Uh, yeah. The court says evidence is valid despite police error. Um, go get this out there, man. We we have to let people know about this this big step that's been taken away. Um, that's that's taken away our civil rights. Go to Animal Farm show.com under latest news uh click court says evidence is valid despite police error and send it out to everybody that yeah, you know we actually finally broke something on the animal farm and i don't mean something in the office that broke like a piece of glass i'm talking about a story which is rare here and so definitely send this out to your friends and and get on the animal farm we broke something besides my arm uh but <laughs> I remember that oh my god but anyways hey we wanted to talk about sponsorship here yes now now is the time to sponsor the farm. That's what you want to do. You want to mm-hmm. sponsor us now before uh, everybody starts knocking on our doors and trying to. Everybody uh, loves you, and so do I. <laughs> That's right, George. And trying to, uh, you know, get us for all the for all the time that we have get on, on the, the ground air level. Here. Get in the ground level. Get in the ground level. Uh, sponsor us and uh, become one with the farm. Get, yes. You will get results. That's that's the ultimate thing, folks. We are growing, and of course, there's there's so many new listeners each day. If you are interested in sponsoring uh, the Animal Farm, it could be the Power segment, it could be Laura Live. We're going to do a lot more game shows and bits and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're interested at all on any level, uh, feel free to to email us at info at animalfarmshow.com, and we will get back to you. Yeah, if we don't uh, get sponsors, then this show is not going to last too long either. So that's why we kind of help each other out here, folks, and we obviously appreciate all the support out there. You could sponsor the Power Segment. You could sponsor Laura Lai. You could sponsor the bits that we do. Yes. uh, Whatever you want, or you can just become a general sponsor. You could come on the show, and we'll give you a segment and talk about some stuff. Thank you. Uh, Whatever you want to do. We could also produce commercials for you. We're very versatile here in the Animal Farm. We have a lot of fun in 
and of course, uh, we, we try to make the show as, as great as possible. And of course, the, the more help, the better. So once again, folks, to get on the farm, to be one with the farm for real, info at animalfarmshow.com is the email, and we will respond to you as soon as possible. Power segment is, again, brought to you by nobody, but it's going to be on, so we're going to go right to the power segment uh, as soon as Pyeth gets the clip up, and uh, yeah. Oh, Pyeth, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought I didn't have to do this anymore. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, stop it! Stop the presses! Yeah! There we go. <laughs> yeah, you're up first, Ben. Oh, man. Revealed U.S. spends more than $52 billion a year on nukes. Oh, God. The United States spends more than $52 billion a year maintaining, upgrading, and operating its nuclear nuclear you got it, baby. nuclear you got weapons it. arsenal each year. Yeah. A little heralded study revealed Monday. <laughs> Thank you for the support. <laughs> Outside of the hefty price tag, equally uh, significant is the way the money is spent. The U.S. devoted just 1.3% or $700 million <laughs> to preparing you knew for, that was for the consequences of a nuclear attack. The amount of money spent on the American nuclear program dwarfs nuclear the amount spent pant. on diplomacy <laughs> and foreign. But this this is important right here. You got you the amount of money spent on America's nuclear, nuclear. program <laughs> dwarfs the amount spent on diplomacy and foreign <laughs> assistance combined, efficiently leaving U.S. diplomatic efforts abroad in the long shadow of America's ballistic missiles. Continuing nuclear on. Power pants. Okay. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Our segment continues, and what a blast it's been. It is, like, so hard for me to say that word correctly. Well, you've been poisoned by Mr. George Bush, and speaking I of have. Mr. Nuclear... Another thing to blame him for. Well, yeah, Mr. Mr. Nuclear himself, and I, and I don't know if he's trying to play the sympathy card now, Charles, and I don't want you to fall over. You might want to sit for this, because Bush now has come out and says, he likely lost money in the meltdown, too. Oh, poor baby! Oh I, feel, I feel so bad for a guy who's got so many ins with oil companies. i got to tell you, I... I Pity, you know, Americans are starving. Yeah, we're gonna lie. We're gonna hear himself. We're gonna hear him on the it. street. I'm the sure. nerve of some human beings in this world. Just it, it, there's no shame. President George W. Bush is confident that he and First Lady Laura Bush have lost money in the economic crisis, but that they won't find out until after he leaves office how much their financial accounts have lost. <laughs> Why? Why not just post it now? In an interview with CNN's Larry King on Tuesday, the president said his personal assets are in a blind trust and that the last time he talked with the trustees was eight years ago. I'm sure he's not going to be too hard up. I'm sure he can still put food on his family, folks. Bush said he has uh, no earthly idea how much he and his wife have lost in the market slumped, but said he's confident that they, that they had lost some. So, you know, even the... You're working hard to put food on your family. I am. I certainly am. I love putting food on my family. It's something I really like to do, but... Uh, sure enough, yes, poor George Bush has lost money in this meltdown. What a poor, you know, poor thing, I gotta tell you. Anyway, power segment does continue. Oh, uh, by the way, Ben, before we continue. Yeah. Yeah, alright, Emma. Uh, anybody interested in, in uh, Kissinger, real quick there, but I'm sorry. Kissinger, oh, we're gonna geez, do that. Dude. Starting Monday, we're gonna do the Kissinger thing, because we're yes. gonna have the, the poll up on the website. Dude, so I'm so glad you freaking I apologize that, for man. interrupting. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. Power and segment. I, and I didn't even, I, I completely forgot about that. I know, yeah, me, me too. We are gonna be naming Henry Kissinger. Starting Monday, flying cars, uh, flying car prepares for a test drive. Uh, is it a car? Is it a plane? Actually, it's both. The first flying car, equally at home in the sky or on the road, is scheduled to take to the air next month. If it survives its first test flight. 
the Terrafugia transition, which can transform itself from a two-seater car to a plane in 15 seconds, is expected to land in showrooms in about 18 months' time. The manufacturer says it's easy to keep and run since it uses normal, unleaded fuel and will fit in a garage. Carl Deitch, who runs a Massachusetts-based Terrafugia, said it is a first really integrated design where the wings fold up automatically and all the parts are in one vehicle. Very interesting. Interesting. Uh, Charles, you're, you're nodding. Anything to add to that little scientific uh, article? No, I'd like to know how to get one. <laughs> <laughs> how much is it going to cost? Try uh, driving around here on the highway? Tough enough. <laughs> Power 7 continues here on the Animal Farm. Nuclear! Nuclear! Yes, don't, don't start crumpling papers like last night, then. I had stuff all over me, shards going, of paper man. like Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I don't know if this article... Yep, it's okay. So anyway, uh, Vatican now may join the EU anti-terrorism body. Nothing like uh, religion and politics getting up and, a bitch. and working as global citizens. Uh, very much the Obama mentality here. The Vatican is considering whether to join the European Union's anti-terrorism body. Eurojust in a bid to increase security, an official said Saturday. Vatican City's chief prosecutor, Nicola Picardi, said the increased threat of international terrorism required new forms of cooperation among countries. Where have we heard those words before? I have no idea. In October, the Vatican successfully joined Interpol, and the Vatican's Gendarmeria has been attending meetings of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe. What is the Vatican going to do to fight terrorism? Isn't the Vatican supposed to represent Christianity, Charles? Uh, obviously, they got the direct line to God. I think that's a big input. On <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it's right. It's right. right. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Ben. hand out bread and wine. Hey, man, you know, they should get Pat Robertson should be able to join. Oh yeah, he should. He should be like you know the He's remote viewer or something. This is unbelievable. And anybody who uh, you know is a Catholic or Christian, I mean, you have to be appalled at this. This is ridiculous. All this money that they get. You have to be appalled. A Jean Paul. A Jean Paul. Yes. The October Vatican successfully joined. Whatever. Uh, while only 492 people live in the Vatican City, some 18 million pilgrims and tourists. Pastor Berlini's Bernini's splendid colonnade to enter St. Peter's Basilica or visit the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican Museums each year. Of course, I've been there. I've, I've actually seen it, and it is gorgeous. Italy is amazing. But um, I don't know, man. The Vatican now going to fight terrorism. Terrorism everywhere. We have to fight mm. terrorism. Power segment continues. Incredible. Newsbuster.org. Sometimes uh, journalists being shut out by Obama. According to the Sun-Times columnist and longtime Chicago journalist Carol Marin, journalists at Barack Obama's news conference have come to realize that Obama has pre-picked those journalists whom he will allow to ask him questions at the conference, and many of them now don't even bother raising their hands to be called upon. One wonders why journalists are uh, allowing this correlation of the press. Would they have allowed George W. Bush to pre-pick journalists like that? Would they meekly sit by and allow themselves to be systematically ignored? Their freedom to ask questions silenced uh, by any Republican? Would journalists so eagerly vie with one another for the favor of Bush like they are Obama's? Interesting. Mm, interesting power segment. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Power segment continues. <laughs> I have not. Oh, boy. Of course, a pre-recorded power segment. I love it. So much easier on the lungs and, yes. uh, and the esophagus, if you will. 
and I haven't gotten to any health news, so I've failed again. But anyway, I'll get to it now. It's Harrison. We're rolling, ripping, and roaring. A new study now links mouthwash ingredients to oral cancer. So, oh, man. Yeah, you, try, you try to keep your teeth healthy, and you get oral cancer. Mouthwash that contains alcohol has been linked to cancer, a recent study found. The study published in the Australian Dental Journal con- concludes there is, quote, sufficient evidence that alcohol-containing mouthwashes contribute to the increased re- a risk of the development of oral cancer. The ethanol in mouthwash is thought to allow cancer-causing substances to permeate the lining of the mouth more easily and cause harm. Acetaldehyde, acetaldehyde, something like that, a toxic byproduct of alcohol that may accumulate in the oral cavity uh, when swished around the mouth is also believed to be a carcinogenic. So, um don't use it, folks. I mean, you know, just do something else. I, I use peroxide. I just find that it's much more effective peroxide, you know, if you can deal with the non-taste of it. But anyway, uh, there's a little solution for the problem. But yes. Holy so crap, really? Yeah. You use pro- peroxide, it's huh? a, it's a, it's Isn't a, that the stuff that you put on your cuts? It's meant for or it's meant for a mouthwash, too. If you read the bottle, it's meant to, you know, clean your cuts and wounds, but it's also a, where do they put it? It's a, uh, I can't think of it. Now we have the end music. Uh I'm not kidding, folks. Uh, hydrogen peroxide, check it out. Even new mouthwashes now that Listerine's been putting out has peroxide in it. It's great. It's got the bubbles, and you just let it do its thing, and it's not dangerous. Just don't swallow it. You can't swallow it. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a, can't a, do a it. dental thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'll get it for you tomorrow. Anyway, power segment's over. Animal Farm Show Wednesday edition's over. Free to just put a, n- a very sexy photo know, of show in the chat room. <laughs> We're all staring at it like Amazing. I, I barely look at the damn thing, and just when she it's posted pathetic. it, someone posted it. Very nice, Frida. I'm coming home. Uh, folks, tomorrow, another edition of the, the Animal Farm Radio Show, of course, tomorrow and Friday. We will talk to you then. I think John Bush is next. I don't know if he's doing a show because we never really get told these things. But if not, tomorrow night, 6 to 8 Eastern, 5 to 7 Central, the Animal Farm will be here. We love you, and hopefully you love us. Have a great night. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.